It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington football with your host of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. This is David Harrison. Chris Russell is off for today's episode, guys, with the change in the baseball schedule with the Washington Nationals and New York Mets game being effective. Unfortunately, his schedule with Pete Methurst over at the Team 98 was also affected, so I volunteered to go ahead and take the reins on today's episode so that Chris and Pete could figure out their game plan moving forward over there at the Team 980. And that is where you can find Chris when he's not here on the show, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, and on the Odyssey app. Also covering your Washington football team for SI.com. You can find me over at the Lockdown Bucks podcast with my co-host there, James Jarko, and covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for SB Nation at BucksNation.com. On Twitter, find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82. Find the show at Locked. WFT pod welcome in returning listeners new listeners welcome aboard as well hope you get comfortable hope you enjoy the show if you do please hit hit the subscribe button rate review the show leave us a five-star review we'll read it on the show as we get through the offseason together and we're going to start off hearing from one of the additions so far this offseason this is going to be an audio heavy episode for you guys Ron Rivera audio coming up after this one but first i don't know if everybody out there has heard about it but i heard about it i thought it was uh, an entertaining clip to say the least we're going to talk about it just a little bit here but new washington football team cornerback william jackson the third did an interview on 1067 the fan recently and had some interesting things to say about his former team the cincinnati Bengals. have you been surprised by the outpouring on social media twitter instagram whatever it is yeah, man, they they definitely supportive and exciting. You know, Cincinnati, they got some cruel fans, man. <laughs> you know, you know, misery loves company. So nothing going good, nothing going good. Everybody not doing nothing good. So man, I just was happy to embrace their fan base. They they came along, they came to the page, and man, they they've been nothing but supportive since day one. You know, the Bengals, on the other hand, shoot, them dudes. <laughs> oh, man, I wonder why they not winning. <laughs> um, but that- I'm happy I'm out of that thing, man. It's a blessing to get away. And I wish them the best. But Washington, let's go from here. All right, so again, that's new Washington football team cornerback William Jackson the third talking on 106.7 The Fan uh, about his former team, the Cincinnati Bengals, really their fan base, uh, talking about how Cincinnati Bengals fans apparently aren't all that kind. And I, I don't have a lot of experience uh, with fans of that particular team, but I do have experience with one of their former players, uh, that being Chris Baker. And just a little bit of a fun anecdote that hopefully you guys are going to enjoy. Uh, Chris Baker, of course, did spend one year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I did cover him during that season. Uh, it did not go very well, and you guys all know Chris Baker very well from his time here in Washington, so you're going to probably know kind of what I'm talking about. My co-host, James, uh, at the time ran a social media account for the site that we were writing for and had a little bit of a back and forth with Mr. Baker towards the end of his time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can't get into all the details and language or emojis that were used uh, in that exchange, but 
very interesting dealing with uh, Chris Baker there as as a member of the Bengals at the time, of course, after leaving the Buccaneers and then leaving Washington before that. And, and look, usually I'm not a huge fan of players going out and kind of publicly roasting uh, the teams that they used to play for. We go back to the Alex Smith interview uh, with GQ magazine and all the things that he said about the team. And, you know, Chris and I talked extensively uh, about our thoughts on that. And, you know, I just, to me, it kind of just seems like bad business, you know, from a professional standpoint, I don't think you ever want to be known as a guy, you know, two franchises as the guy who's going to go out and kind of, uh, you know, spill the tea or, or go out there and run your mouth about what, you know, they did there and what your experience there, especially in a negative light. I mean, he does go on to say, you know, wish them all the best and all that stuff uh, before, you know, explain how happy he is to who, to have left. And then he'd be here with the Washington football team and you guys, the, the Washington football team fans apparently have made quite an impression on Mr. Jackson the third. Uh, so kudos to you guys for giving him a warm welcome. He obviously appreciates it. It's obviously not something he's used to uh, so far here in his NFL career. And I hope that we keep it up and that you guys keep it up and, and support these players as they go out there and try to get you uh, some more division titles, maybe a playoff win or two here in the next, next season or two, uh, building the team the right way. And speaking of building the team the right way, Ron Rivera talked about that very topic again, speaking with the media on Thursday. Uh, Chris Russell and I got to sit in on that Zoom conference. I didn't get any questions in, but Chris did, and you're going to hear from that later on the show. So Chris is kind of on today's episode, if you, if you want to look at it that way. And we're going to listen to what Coach Rivera had to say, some of the things that he's been talking about that kind of fall in line a little bit with what Chris and I have been talking about as well. And I know what you guys have been interested in. So that coming up in segment two. And segment three, talking about the present and the future situations about the quarterbacks, linebackers, and the 17-game season. And we're going to do all that thanks to our friends over at BetOnline.ag, who are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL draft is coming up. Prop bets will be coming with that. NFL futures are live right now. You have NBA action, college basketball, hockey, baseball, opening day happening across the country, unfortunately. Uh, apparently not here. Uh, but they do also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time update, odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news sort, scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device, and when you sign up, use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time. The Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. David Harrison back here for segment two of the Locked On Washington football team podcast to wrap up the week. And we're going to hear now from Washington football team head coach Ron Rivera from some clips from his press conference on Thursday, speaking with the media. Uh, again, Chris and I were in attendance, digital virtual attendance at that press conference. And he was asked right off the bat about new quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick and what his status is heading into training camp for the 2021 NFL season. Hey, Ron, uh, good to see you. Uh, hope things are well. And I think this is the first time we've talked to you since uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick joined the team. I think the big question right now from fans do you view Ryan Fitzpatrick as your unquestioned starter going into 2021, or will there be a quarterback competition uh, during training camp? Well, he's going to come in as the, uh, as the number one, but there will be a competition. 
I mean, we're, we want to play the best football player, obviously. Uh, it gives us the best opportunity to win. We feel very comfortable, very confident in the guys that we have. Uh, Ryan gives us a completely different type of football player. And uh, we're excited about who we can become as a football team. Ryan, why do you think it's so important to have a true competition? I know you've said in the past uh, your one regret or mistake, you call it, um, was anointing a quarterback too early last year. Is that part of your process there? It is, but but I, I do think you know for the most part competition does create the uh, the, the 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 opportunity to have um, guys go out there and, and really try to put it out all out on the line. You know, as as I said last year, um, you know one of the mistakes I made obviously was um, I didn't have the true competition. You know, I, I felt going in uh, the idea was to give uh, Dwayne as many reps as possible to get him ready to play. Um, you know, this time I I, I I know who we have as the starter. Uh, but he's going to go in and he's going to compete with everybody else. And, and like I said, I want to play the guy that's going to give us the best opportunity to, to win, the best opportunity to develop and grow as a football team. All right, again, that was head coach Ron Rivera of the Washington football team talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick, his status on the team, and then his status heading into training camp uh, and getting asked, is Ryan Fitzpatrick your starter or are you going to have an open competition for quarterback? And the answer to both questions is yes. Ryan Fitzpatrick is both the starter and there will be a competition. And when you go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick's appearances, you know, press conference, radio shows, what have you, he says the same thing pretty much repetitively, repetitively, which is that he came to Washington in part because he was looking for a team that was going to allow him to compete to be the guy to prove that he could lead the team. This is not a quarterback that's going to come in and say, look at all the experience I have, look at all the highlights I have, look at the Fitz magic and, and the gold chain and wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes and jewelry and all that stuff. No, he's not going to say, look at all that. So he's going to say, let me show you what I have on the football field, make a decision based off of that. And if I'm not the best guy for the team, then I will do my job in a supporting role. Even when uh, you go back to his time with the Miami Dolphins, you know what I mean? They were in a very good position and they were doing really well. And the Miami Dolphins decided to follow their blueprint, which was to eventually start to a tongue of Iloa. And they went ahead and they benched Ryan Fitzpatrick had a, a pretty big PR mess because of it. A lot of people questioned them. A lot of people doubted the decision. They brought it, brought in the rookie and Ryan Fitzpatrick. He, he didn't pull any punches. He said very clearly that he definitely felt hurt. He felt like he was doing a good job and that he deserved uh, to hold on to the starting job, but that he was going to do his part to be part of the team supported that rookie quarterback and on the occasions where the Miami Dolphins need to turn to Ryan Fitzpatrick to come in and kind of spell to his tongue of Ilo in some tough situations. He went in, he led his team. He did a good job. Uh, that's kind of quarterback you want in, in Washington when you don't have a true blue future franchise quarterback. And that's what they have. And fortunately, none of those words are going to shake Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to come into training camp, ready to compete with Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, whoever else they might add in the NFL draft. And of course, speaking of that, Ron Rivera was asked about whether or not the quarterback group is solidified or if there's a potential addition coming in the near future. Hi, Ron. Um, are you done adding to the quarterback's room? Well, we'll see. Now, again, um, can't tell you how things are going to unfold once we get into the draft, and, and uh, we're going to react to what's going to happen in front of us. You know, picking where we're picking, um, you know, there's a lot of things can happen. You know, we, we have targets, we have ideas, we have guys that we like. But uh, that always changes just because of the fact that, uh, you know, everybody has a choice. And so you just never know what's going to happen at that point. Uh, and, we'll, and like I said, we will react to what happens in front of us. All right, so that's Ron Rivera answering the question on whether or not the team is done adding to the quarterback position. And, and again, it's essentially what we've been talking about all offseason is they're going to make the decisions that they can to improve the team the right way. And going back to uh, Colin Cowherd and Joy Taylor's comments from yesterday's episode that we aired on this very show, you know, 
people can say what they want. They can want every team in the National Football League to be clamoring over each other to try to climb up the ladder in the NFL draft to go draft Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Trey Lance or or whoever, Zach Wilson or whoever. But at the end of the day, there's only four quote-unquote top quarterbacks and the odds that all four of those guys are going to actually turn out to be franchise quarterbacks uh, in their careers is very, very low. So someone is going to be losing out, and you're better off losing out if you're the team holding the draft pick already instead of the team paying uh, to go get that draft pick. So you look at the San Francisco 49ers, and I know the narrative uh, around them having moved up to the third overall pick is basically uh, this is John Lynch and and Kyle Shanahan's careers, at least as far as it pertains to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, If this pick works out and this quarterback that they're about to draft with that third overall draft pick turns into a franchise guy and they can win some playoff games, win a championship, then it'll go down as a good trade. But if it doesn't go down that way and the San Francisco 49ers don't get a franchise quarterback, don't get a Super Bowl championship, don't at least get some playoff wins out of this thing. Remember, Kyle Shanahan has a losing record as a head coach of the San Francisco 49ers right now. Um, So that's something that is lost in a lot of the narratives out there. So this is a move to say that we were really close to winning a championship a couple years ago. We feel like we're still close. So let's go get our guy. Jimmy G just apparently is not going to be it. Uh, Neither are C.J. Beathard or any other guys that they've tried and tried out there. So let's go see if we can find another one, see if we can take another bite of the apple. And they're going for it. And, hey, kudos to them for going for it. They feel like they're in that position. Ron Rivera is not in that position. He's in a situation where uh, he mentioned today that Dan Snyder has been very supportive of him and the way that he wants to build the team and and kind of taking the more patient route to to build a, a perennial competitor uh, in the Washington football team. And that's, you know, to me, honestly, and I think Chris would agree, that is the way that this team should be built, and that's the way they're doing it. So could there be an additional quarterback coming into this roster via the NFL draft? Maybe a Kyle Trask, a, maybe a Davis Mills, a Jamie Newman, someone I've talked about, Felipe Franks. There's, there's a lot of options potentially out there in day two and day three. Uh, upcoming of the NFL draft if they don't take one in round one and to be quite honest I don't see any quarterback that's going to drop that far in round one that fits what Ron Rivera uh, typically has had in his career at the quarterback position so not likely a day one pick but maybe day two or day three and again Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to go in there he's going to teach him he's going to be a leader by example Taylor Heineke's got some skill Kyle Allen's got some experience so it'll be a very solid quarterback room that rookie is walking into if they do indeed add one through the NFL draft. Speaking of people like Colin Cowherd, Joy Taylor, and and many other people who want Ron Rivera to go all out for a quarterback uh, right now, right here, you know, no matter what, um, he was asked also about the pressure or perceived pressure of trying to find the quarterback of tomorrow today. And here is his answer on that. And how do you feel about the concept of the quarterback of the future? You need your quote unquote quarterback of the future. Is that a pressure to define that now in this year? No. Um, No. No. Uh, and I say that just because of the fact that if you put all the other pieces in the place and and now you start going forward, when that guy does show up, when that guy is in the right position, you can grab him. I went through it the other way. My first stint as a head coach in Carolina, we drafted the quarterback of the future for us in the first round. Uh, and he was, lo and behold, the immediate future. Um, yeah, after about after after the first week or first first preseason game, um, I made him the permanent starter from that point on, and that was the quarterback of the future. At that point, we had not put all the other pieces around Cam Newton, and we finally got them all together in 2015. So I've always thought, wow, you know, if if you could do it the other way where you put all the other pieces around and then go out and get your quarterback, man, that might be a pretty good situation too. Um, a lot of teams did that 
I've seen a lot of teams that have, have, have had things in place and then drafted their quarterback the next year. Um, this could be one of these situations where we put all the other pieces in place and a year or two from now, the right guy's there and we can make that move. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, again, you just never really know uh, until you get there. All right, one more time. That was Ron Rivera talking about the pressures of trying to find the quarterback of tomorrow today. And again, this goes back to just the mantra and the, and the theology of how to put together a football team. And, uh, you know, Ron talks about having Cam Newton and installing him as the quarterback and finding their franchise quarterback before they had the rest of the team put together. And then finally, eventually getting a team put around him uh, in 2015. But I think you look at it and you, and you can see that that uh, level of success is not easily sustained. And don't get me wrong, guys, in the National Football League, there is no success that is easily sustained. I think the New England Patriots have kind of spoiled everybody into thinking that this is something that can be put together, uh, you know, is, is a 20-year run of, of being one of the top teams in the National Football League. And that's just not, uh, for unfortunately for other fan bases, it's just not something uh, that is so easily done. So I think that, you know, when, when you look at it, when you look at quarterbacks being the highest paid players in the National Football League because considered the, the most important position, I think that when you, when you look at windows – in this league, you have two types of windows, and you have a team that is really good uh, that can afford to bring in a rookie quarterback and essentially either strike lightning in a bottle, find that rookie who kind of plays beyond his years and matures quicker uh, than most rookie quarterbacks do, or you out and you, and you sign yourself a bridge quarterback that can lead the team, drive the car the proper way. You're talking your Brad Johnsons of the T Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in 2002, 2003. You're talking about the Trent Dilfers uh, that took the Baltimore Ravens to the Super Bowl, those types of guys. Um, and, and you don't have to pay them as much so you can afford to keep some of your defensive keys, your playmakers, and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of where this Washington football team is going to go. And it, it's just kind of a kind of just how it happens. You know what I mean? Ron Rivera takes over this job last year. They have a really good defense coming out of it. They have a really good weapon in Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson uh, looks supremely talented. So you come in, you already have some weapons being built. So you go ahead and complete that project. Come in, take your team. Look at where the roster is already taking you. Where this roster is already taking you is getting other areas of strength around the team. You've got some young pieces. You know, if you if you take a year or two, take this year, maybe even take next year, you may have to at the end of that two or three year stretch, you might have to pay a defender or two. You might have to pay a Terry McLaurin, but you're going to pay them a lot less than you're going to pay a quarterback. So when you have all those guys, and and if there's a Trevor Lawrence out there or a Justin Fields out there, or a guy that you think can be that next level quarterback. Then you put all your eggs in, in one basket. Then you do what the San Francisco 49ers are, are doing right now. You trade up, you go get your guy, and you try to make this thing work. Uh, it's not easy to do, but that looks like the plan, and honestly, that's it's a plan that I agree with. Something else I agree with is the assertion that Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the market because I have tried a lot of protein bars in my days, guys, and I would tell you that Built Bar is easily the best-tasting protein bar I've ever had. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're amazing tasting, and all of them are covered in 100% chocolate. We've been going through Built Bar Madness, and we're up to the championship. Cookie Dough Chunk and Coconut Brownie Chunk are going head-to-head -head for the right to be named the best-tasting Built Bar of them, are go, of them all. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Bar underscore Built on Twitter to find out who the winner is. Cast your vote. Remember to use the promo code LOCK15 while you're at BuiltBar.com, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won and who became the best protein bar of them all. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you the latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I told you guys already that you're going to hear from Chris on this episode, even though he's not here with me to record in person. And that's what we're going to do right now is Chris Russell asked head coach of the Washington football team, Ron Rivera, two questions and the, the media session on Thursday. So let's hear from Chris and from Coach Rivera. All right. Hey, Ron, it's uh, Chris Russell. Good afternoon. Um, since we last got a chance to talk to you, you guys lost KPL, and I know you brought in Mayo. Uh, and brought back Jared Norris, but can you just speak overall to the uh, where you're at at the linebackers at all three linebacker spots, and and maybe if if that's still a, a major priority or a concern or any, or do you feel good about the positions? I like the position we have uh, right now in terms of the guys, um, but we would like to replace uh, the KPL loss more so mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, having said that, I I, I I do like what John Bosick brings to the table. I do like what Cole Holcomb. And, and again, last year, you guys know, it's critical early on. And then as the season progressed and you saw these guys start to come together and get it, you know, you walk away feeling pretty good about, about their performance. Um, losing KPL like we did in free agency was, was a little disappointment. Uh, I would have loved to have seen him back for a second year, especially because of the growth we saw. The injury at the end of the year kind of, you know, put him, put him to the side a little bit. Um, and so – it's one of those things that as we go forward, do we have the depth? That's the right. thing that we're looking at. Uh, as I said, next week we start these conversations and we'll talk about what, where we are. And, you know, that could be a position that we may grab a, 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 a player or two before the draft as well. And if I could just sneak this in, uh, I don't believe you've been asked about the 17-game uh, schedule now that that's been official and ratified. What kind of challenges does that put on, on your football team, especially being that it's a road game and it's against another first-place team? Um, cool. I, I think that's great about competition. We'll, we'll get to compete against some of the best and see where we are. Um, as far as a 17-game set schedule, you know, let's don't forget we, we're, we're – it's, uh, you know, what they call the 17-3 and three now. So we have the three preseason games. Um, it's, so to me, it's, you know, it's just an extra game added on. Um, you know, it's it's something that the the league and the player association agreed on, and 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 apparently the league and the player association think it's good for the players, and the and and the coaches and the teams. So it's it's uh we'll see how it goes. You know, Thanks, it's, it's just yep. part of the game now. Thank you. Yep. All right. One last time on today's episode of Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, David Harrison here on Twitter at dharrison82. That was my co-host Chris Russell on Twitter at russellmania621. Of course, you can find the show at Pod. talking with Washington football team head coach Ron Rivera on Thursday during his media session about the NFL draft and specifically about the linebacker position and kind of how he's going to how he's going to approach this thing uh trying to re- replace the loss of KPL and 
you heard you heard Ron talking about John Bostic and liking what he kind of brings to the field, but then you look at the draft board and there's a lot of talent uh, that that is going to be available for the Washington football team at pick 19. Micah Parsons out of Penn State is an inside linebacker, a Mike linebacker potentially that the Washington football team could look to add to the roster. And, and listen, I think that most people would agree that he's probably a top 10 talent in this year's draft class just on the field. But then you do have some off the field concerns that happened when he was younger, you know, a couple of years younger. And a couple of years ago doesn't seem like a long time uh, to a lot of us out here, especially guys like me who are, you know, in your mid to late 30s or in your 40s or, you know, even older a couple of years ago. Doesn't seem like that much time, but when you're 20, 21, 22 years old, a couple of years ago uh, is is almost an attorney in the, in the when you talk about the maturation of a player. And Micah, and I'll give him credit for one thing, he is not shied away from these questions uh, about his past, and he's taking them head on, and I guarantee you he's doing the same thing uh, with the coaches and scouts that are talking to him about those same issues. So if the Washington football team is sold that he is really a different person than the you know kid, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that word. Uh, the kid who committed some of those acts that he reportedly committed uh, back in those days, then I think he's a good talent. And again, you know, if, if you believe in the young man, uh, then he's worth the risk, I suppose, uh, of bringing him in. If not, though, you still have you have guys like Nick Bolton out of Missouri, Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina, Baron Browning out of Ohio State. So, I mean, and that's just, you know, a few that are going to be available on day two. Those are some really good players as well. And then when you look at the outside linebacker position, Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia is a guy that's very, very uh, commonly talked about in the first round. Joe Tryon out of Washington is a good topic or a good prospect. Joseph Asaya out of Texas and then Quincy Roche out of Miami is also a, a first-round guy that some people are talking about so i mean there, there's also talent there you could also look at what the washington football team possibly looking at free safety and richie grant out of ucf is a guy that we've talked about on this show he's getting a little bit of first round love but if he slips into day two uh you know i mean you never know watching football team if they get their linebacker or they get a linebacker they really like in day one maybe they do move up but it's just not the move up for the quarterback maybe they move up back into the back end of the first round or earlier in the second round go get themselves a richie grant uh, type player Andre Cisco out of Syracuse is a guy uh, that a lot of people really like as well so there are a lot of names a lot of quality players they're going to be out there it's really going to be a matter of how how strongly do uh, the scouts and the, and the personnel player people and coach Rivera himself feel about the depth in some of these position groups linebacker and free safety specifically that I'm looking at that they really have some needs in also the quarterback room you could add another wide receiver if you wanted to. So they really have a lot of flexibility in this draft to move up, move down, stay where they're at, take the best player available wherever you want. And that's kind of what Ron Rivera has been talking about is that they're not in a situation this year where they have to do this. You don't, you don't, you, you look at this roster and say they have to get this type of player, this position of a player. So no matter who is on the board when you pick 19, no matter how the board is fallen, no matter how you have them ranked, you have to take this position or else your entire thing is just going to implode. They're not in that position. They're building something very solid, and, they're, and they're, if you make the right decisions, then you see it from other teams around the NFL. They can definitely build a nucleus of young talent that then they, they can, you know, like Ron said in this very press conference, come back in, install a quarterback maybe in the back end of things, and open up a window for themselves again, like we like to say in the NFL is open, is have that championship window open already made it to the playoffs one year so they know that they're on the right track as the Dallas Cowboys get Dak Prescott back Philadelphia Eagles try to find out what they have in Jalen Hurts the New York Giants make some moves to help out Daniel Jones Washington football team you know it's it's a good thing I think and it shows a good mentality for this franchise that they're not panicking and not saying oh we need to go and outdo them and we need to jump even higher than those guys are jumping just for the sake of doing it they're sticking with the blueprint sticking with the game plan I think in the long run they will have a much better 
more well-rounded roster than any other team in the NFC East looks like they're going to have right now. And with that, guys, we're going to close out the week here at the Lockdown Watch Football Team Podcast. It's been a little bit of a crazy week. You know, Chris and I have only been together for one episode this week. You had me alone on a couple episodes. You had Chris alone on a couple episodes. But we hope you've been able to keep track and keep up with us. We appreciate you guys listening. Again, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We greatly appreciate all of those of you who do. In fact, let's go ahead and read another one. This is from screen name ENTMDDC. So entertainment doctor in DC, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what all that means. But the, the, the review reads, Rooster, Skins fans get this, reports very regularly and has great knowledge of the area, team, and its history. Chris has spent years around the park and the players. Knowledge of years worth of behind-the-scenes misadventures. Chris definitely has the experience, the knowledge, the in-depth knowledge of this franchise to be covering the Washington football team as they move into their next chapter. Uh, it looks like a, a well-developing chapter as far as I'm concerned. So thank you very much for that review. We'll get to some others. I will say this. There was a review left on Apple over there talking about the thumbnail for the show that comes up when you search Apple. Listen, uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. We're aware of it. We've contacted Apple. I can't tell you how many times we've contacted Apple. The network has contacted Apple. Guys, it's, it's out of our control. So while I appreciate uh, you know the feedback and, and all that stuff, uh, leaving that kind of a review for us is not something that we have control over. So you know, just to let all of you guys out there know, it is an issue that we've brought up. Uh, unless you have an insight on, on Apple, unless you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, there's nothing else we can do. And I, I would tell you that we actually send monthly emails. It's April 1st as I'm recording this. Literally just sent another email to try to get it fixed. Hopefully someday, maybe Apple, uh, the guys over there will get that fixed. Until then, that's that's about the extent of what we can do, Chris and David here at the Lockdown Watch Football Team Podcast. We appreciate your guys' feedback. We appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy your weekend. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. And thank you for joining me right here at the Lockdown Washington Football Team Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.